0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you ever watched a movie and got a lesson out of it? You're like, holy cow, I, I need this for my life. Have you ever done that? I want you to think about 2023. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want to change about 2023 from 2022? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I'm here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, you can show up full of yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now today I want to talk to you about what you can learn from the movie The Christmas Carol and what it can teach you about life. So today's going to be for you if you are ready for 2023 to be your best year. Today's also for you if you're looking at 2022 going... There is some stuff that I would like to leave back in 2022. Let's leave that puppy behind. And today is also for you. If you want to live your best life, if you want to create a better life for yourself, to start walking in your dreams or continue walking in your dreams or go to the next level, then I'm going to be talking to you today. Now, I love the Christmas Carol movie. I love Christmas movies in general. And so I was watching it the other day and I thought, I was like, you know what? I would totally love to do a series of podcasts on things that I've learned from Christmas movies because there's some really wonderful messages that have been put into a Christmas movie. There's also messages that I've gotten out of it that I'm like, I don't know if anyone else got this out of it, but I got that out of it. And it's really helped me in my life. And so Muppet Christmas Carol. Now I'm going to say Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite version of Christmas Carol. And Michael Caine does a phenomenal job at Scrooge. I think he's the best Scrooge. And I think, you know what? He had to play Scrooge against puppets, okay? And yet, I still think he's the best Scrooge. And for me, Muppet Christmas Carol is a tradition. So there's two times that I always make sure and play it. And the first is when I'm putting up my Christmas tree. So when I put up my Christmas tree, that is a movie that is playing in the background. The other time is when I'm wrapping my Christmas presents. Which typically is Christmas Eve. So, you know, I I like to be ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's sarcasm. But it is fun to wrap the presents, put them under the tree, and then the kids walk out and are like, hey! Because right now I put actually fake presents under the tree, so it just looks like there's presents. And the kids all know they're fake They think it's fun. Grace actually put them out for me this year and put little bows on them and everything. So it was super fun. Christmas Carol, though. All right, let's talk about the Christmas Carol. So when I think about Scrooge, here he is. He's this, you know, miserly old man. He is really tight. He is very focused on himself, and he doesn't care about anybody else around him. And he goes through this transformation process. Uh, And it's because he's visited by three spirits, three ghosts, that take him through the past, the present, and the future. What if we were able to do that? What if we looked at our life and we looked at the past And saw it for what it really was. Because sometimes, you know, when you're in the middle of something, you don't really see fully what's going on. How you're responding, how you're reacting, what you're thinking. A lot of times we miss out on that. But what value could you gain from going back to the past and looking at it? And then the present. Looking at the present and seeing really what could be. The value of what could be. And then projecting out the future and going, what if nothing changes? What will happen? And that's the journey that Scrooge went through. Now, I yesterday spent some time with God and I'm just, I'm looking at my 2023. And I was asking myself some questions. I was spending time with God. and I was like, okay, God. This is, you're, you know, the CEO of my business. I want you to be the CEO of my business. And there's a lot of times where I don't take that time to sit with him and ask, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to focus on? How much money do you want me to make? So I I would I did that yesterday and started that process. It's going to be a bit of a journey for me, so I'm kind of doing it in segments. But I looked at at 2023 and I was like, "What do I want it to look like? What do I want to change? What am I going to commit to actually change? Because <laughs> that matters too." So let's go back to Scrooge. Now Scrooge is visited by The ghost of uh, Christmas past takes him back to the past. Takes him back to his childhood. And he's at boarding school. It was during a time period where boys were sent away to a boarding school. You know, he was in Great Britain at the time. Or would have been England at that point. And... He spent his Christmases alone. He didn't go back home. He stayed at the school. He spent his time studying. But is that what he really wanted? Or was there a different reason that he spent time alone? Where's there troubles going on at home? Was he unwanted? What was the real reason? When we look at our past, what was really going on? You know, I've done some podcasts on like discovering your old story. These things that happened to us in childhood that really formed us, that created the way we think, and feel and act that created these self-defense mechanisms to keep us safe through all the troubles and the trials and the traumas. We have to look at it for what it really is and what really happened. Some of you do not like going into the past. Some of you are like, uh, I'm just moving ahead. That happened and I you know, I'm moving forward. Some of you really struggle going back to the past. Some of you even struggle remembering the past, but there is value in discovering your old story and what it told you because it's shaping your present and it's shaping your future. You see, Scrooge got this idea about that the most important thing was money and that that's where his value lay. And it was all about collecting money and none of it was about people because he would missed out on having quality connections and relationships. He didn't know how. And so money kept him safe. Money gave him value. Money made him feel important and worth something. But what he didn't see is a value in the relationships, in the connections. And when he went back to the past, he finally could see the hurt and the pain and how he was just trying to protect himself. How he was just a little boy trying to keep himself safe. So what about ourselves? I know for me, my past said to me, Heather, your voice doesn't matter. Heather, conflict means disconnection. So you can't really show up yourself because you're going to cause conflict. And then you're going to lose connections with people. So you need to merge your opinions, what you believe, what you feel, What you should do with other people. And then you'll be safe. And then you'll have connections. And then nobody's going to leave you. But when I look back and I think, I didn't have any of that. By me avoiding conflict... And merging myself with other people and their opinions and not allowing myself to show up as Heather, I actually missed out on relationships because I was not able to go deep and really connect with people. I was on the surface and it was shallow and it was, I had a bunch of acquaintances, but not a bunch of friends. What about your past is holding you back? When I learned to see my past for what it really was, I could take responsibility for it. And then now I'm rewriting that story. And now I have connections that are go deep and vulnerable and real. And they're beautiful. I can show up fully myself myself giving my opinion, being honest, being real. And I have a deep connection with people. But I had to face my past first. So what in your past do you need to face? When you face it, it's going to change everything. Now, Scrooge comes back from the past and then he meets... The Ghost of Christmas Present. Now, I personally love the Muppet one because it's this huge, big, red-headed puppet that's like the full-body puppet, and oh my gosh, I love him. He's just so much fun and brings so much cheer, And, uh, and, and he's actually, I like the Mickey Mouse one, too, is actually really good. Oh, with pistachios, with with yogurt on it. So you can tell I I like the not as serious (laughs) movie ones. I like the kids' films for the most part because they're more fun. Let's be honest. They're more fun. Come on. Come on. They're more fun. But the Ghost of Christmas Present takes Scrooge around the city to various places so that he can see what Christmas is really all about. He sees what he's actually missing out on. And he also begins to see how people really see him. Because before, he, didn't even, he was not even conscious of how people saw him. Of how he showed up as a person. He didn't even realize it. He began to see the value of Christmas, the value of joy and cheer and family and connections and generosity. He he hadn't even had an open mind to that up to this point. And he began to actually desire that. And see, that's important. We need to see what could be, because that helps open the door to change. When I began to see what relationships could be in my life, I had little inklings. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want that. And I would see other people have these deep connections and relationships. And I was like, God, I want that. What do you need to see so that you can become that? What are you missing out on that maybe you're not even realizing it? You need to start exploring the value of that. Maybe it is friendships and you need to see the value of that. Maybe it's you need to explore your gifts and talents and what God's created you to be. Maybe You stopped dreaming a long time ago and you kind of gave up on life. And you need to explore what could life look like? What could life look like if I changed? If I changed that old story to a new story, what could my life look like? That's what Scrooge was learning from the ghost of Christmas present. What could my life look like? And that started a spark in him to change, and it'll do the same for you. What do you want your life to look like? Start exploring that S- seeing what it could be now, Scrooge's story doesn't end there; he doesn't just see the value of what it what could be. okay Scrooge has to come to terms. With the ghost of Christmas Future. And Christmas Future shows him if he stays on the same path, this is what's gonna happen, or this is what could happen. And then Scrooge sees the reality, like the stark reality of the path that he is on and where is it gonna take him? And not just take him, how it affects other people like Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit. And how, honestly, he wouldn't even be missed by the business community that he so thought he was valued by. And that was his turning point. That is where he said, no more. I am committing to change. I am committing to do something different. I am committing to live a different life in the present so that I can live my best future. And a lot of that change wasn't just for himself, but because he saw how if he changed, how much it could affect other people. Like Tiny Tim, He had a part to play in someone else's life. Whether they lived or died. And he finally saw that. And it marked him. And it changed him. So what about us? We need to look at the path that we're on. And if nothing else changed... What would my future look like? Would it be what God has designed it to be? Or would I be missing out? I hit that point in my life where I had to come to terms with that. And I had to come to terms with if I do not change a thing, I am going to stand before my heavenly father and I am not going to be able to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now, it's not that I'm, I wouldn't be saved. It's not that I wouldn't go to heaven. But I would miss out on everything and every person I was called to reach and help. That marked me. I committed to changing and to growing and, and to continually change and grow. So that even each year, when I, when I look at the next year, what do I want it to look like? I have to look at myself. I have to come to terms with myself and go, what do I need to change? You know, something so simple, this is simple. Okay. And it sound it can sound really dumb, but one of the things I get caught up in is a dumb little game. And I'll find myself like retreating to a game when I should be doing something else that really matters. And sometimes it's numbing out. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I don't want to face that. Too scary. And so I'll retreat to a game. Sometimes it's just mindless and I just want to do something mindless. But it is something so simple is robbing my time. And when it robs my time, that means I'm not doing things that I'm supposed to be doing that are going to help other people. I'm not getting as much content out there as I could. I'm not reaching out to people as much as I could. Now, I am reaching out. I am doing things, okay? But, but if I want to continue to keep going to the next level of really reaching my potential, of fully showing up myself and fulfilling my God-given purpose, I have to continually look at my life and start tweaking it. What needs to change? Am I on the right path? Do I need to adjust something? Father, do I need to let something go? And so what I'm doing is something simple. Because I don't think, like, playing games is not a sin. It's not, you know, but it is hindering me. And so I'm committing to myself to not play until after 8 o'clock. So that way, I've cleared the pathway to have... A a day in my business that is fully committed and focused. And then that still gives me time with my kids before they go to bed. Um, My teenager stays up past eight. But he's usually hanging in his room at that point. But that family time is focused. And I don't let games rob me of my family time. And it gives me time to work on the personal development, the professional development, and and get the things done I need to do and be the person that I'm called to be. Instead of letting something that does not matter rob me from what does matter. So how about you? Is there anything in your life that you are focusing on that does not matter That is robbing you from what does matter. Where in your life do you need to change? Are you on the path that is gonna lead you to the best future? That is gonna take you on the path to where God's called you to be, to be your best self and to do your best work? And if you're not, what do you need to change? For Scrooge, he got a second chance and he committed to be generous and he committed to think about people and that life wasn't about his money but it was about people and connections and that's what he committed to do and it changed everything changed everything for him changed everything for tiny tim changed everything for bob cratchit and the rest of his family his his relationship with his nephew his only living relative So, how about you? What do you need to change? And what are you gonna commit to change? See, it's one thing knowing what to change. Like, I got this laundry list. These are all the things I need to change, okay? Let's be honest we cannot change them all at once. We're gonna overwhelm ourselves, we're gonna get frustrated, we're gonna quit, we're gonna stop, we're gonna get overwhelmed. Okay, just commit to like one or two things and make those adjustments. And then once you make those adjustments, then you can commit to something else. You literally get to pick your future. Is it gonna be what you want it to be and what God has called it to be? Or are you gonna be missing out? And are other people gonna be missing out Because you didn't commit to change. All right. Little recap Past. We need to look at our past. We need to figure out what our old story is. We need to see what it is that's hindering us. We need to look at our present. We need to see the value of our present. We need to see the value of the life that God's called us to. And we need to look at our future. Is the path I'm on now going to lead me to the future that God has called me to? Or do I need to commit to change something? So make a list. What do you need to change? And what are you going to commit to? And then you can end in a song and happy days. I say I do love that. Michael Caine. So at the end of the Muppet Christmas Carol, he sings a song. And um, is just so fantastic. And actually on the making of, I'm a making of junkie. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but I love listening to the making of stuff. And Michael Caine actually talks about how much he enjoyed singing. Because that's not something he normally does. He's an actor. Not necessarily a a, a singer. And he got the chance to sing. And he loved it. The reason though I bring that up is. Even as a real person. Playing Scrooge. He got to change what he normally does. And it created an extra enjoyment in what he did. So when you begin living the life that God has called you to live living in the the past, the present, the future. You are becoming all God's called you to be. You are doing what he's called you to do. And you're enjoying life on the way to where you're going. And I love that about God. He's so good like that. Now, listen. I know that this type of thing Like going into your past, like looking at yourself for real, being honest with yourself, having that real hard conversation with yourself, committing to change, committing to be different, committing to a new future that God's called you to do can be scary. Scary. It'll bring up fear. It'll bring up, you know, the past especially can bring up some stuff, okay? So If you haven't gotten it already, I want you to go get my three habits to live fearlessly free. This is a worksheet that will help you overcome fear. Now listen, fear keeps coming up. It never really goes away. We just kind of had different fears that we get to deal with. But when we have, this is like tools in your tool belt. You got your little Batman utility belt, okay? So when that fear comes... You can do it afraid anyways, that you know how to work through the fear and the feelings that affect you and even the bodily reactions that happen when you're in fear. This worksheet is going to help you with that. And I even walk you through part of my story of my fear and dealing with fear because that is my story, dealing with a life of fear and learning to work past it and be courageous even when I'm afraid. So go to Heatherlbunch.com, right there on the homepage. You can sign up for Three Habits to Live Fearlessly Free. Get that, I'll get that right to your inbox. Work the worksheet. Because if you work it, it will work for you, I promise. All right, you have got this, my friend, and Father has you. Thank you, thank you, thank you a bunch for listening. And until next time, live. Fearlessly free.